Ahsoka Season 1, Episode 3. What did we just watch? Uh-oh. Hey, everybody. A very great episode that we are so pumped to talk about. But with that being said, we don't want to spoil anything just yet. Welcome to Two Geeks and a Microphone. So glad you're here. Good morning, everybody. Hey, so glad you're here with us here on Two Geeks and Microphone. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, the most super duper furious, whatever that word means, Mr. <laughs> Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom Land. <laughs> hey, uh, I am running on a very little sleep, everybody, so I may be a little giddy because <laughs> we are talking about Ahsoka um, episode three, and uh, this should be fun today. Uh, actually, I know it will be because we've got some interesting things to talk about uh on on this episode, so I'm really excited about it. If Just a heads up, everybody, if you have not seen it, we're going to be doing spoilers all the way through. And in fact, I can only imagine that we'll probably be talking about spoilers for Rebels. We'll be talking about spoilers for Clone Wars. We'll be talking about spoilers for Star Wars in general. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. <laughs> right. Um, I, I'm excited today, everybody, to talk with Mike. Because Mike, as you guys know, is, for Aww. me personally, is the Star Wars Encyclopedia. We'll call him. We'll I don't call know about him, that. We'll call him the Star Wars Micropedia. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm quite that, you know, knowledgeable, but um, yeah, I've, right. I've only been watching it Star Wars since I was seven years. I've been in this fight since I was seven years old. <laughs> Can't do Andor's voice very well. That's okay. That's okay. Um, Andor, what's that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was his line. I know. In this fight since I was, I think he said six. Uh, yeah. Of course, it could be six for me. I don't know. Anyway, somewhere around there, six, right. seven. It's all good. So, um, Mike, I'm. I'm. Uh, how do you feel about today's show? I'm excited. I'm ready to talk some Star Wars and some some, some Ahsoka. Yay. Although we got a couple things to get to before we do that. That's um, correct. I do have some geeky news, so let's let's jump into that real quick. All right. So uh, the only item I have on the geeky news is that DC has announced that um, they are going to do sequels or. Uh, second series to the Batman 89 and Superman 78, which will be on sale November 28th. Huh. Uh, Superman will be entitled Superman Metal Curtain. And uh, dun, dun, dun. and then we got some pictures here. So here's uh, the main cover for Metal Curtain. Looks pretty cool. 
It looks like uh, Lex Luthor in his super suit in the background. And then... Honey, where is my super suit? <laughs> right. Uh, really nice uh, variant. Get out of the way. I hate stupid pop-ups. Nice little variant cover. Kind of looks like a coloring book, though. But looks kind of cool. I really like this one. This almost has an Alex Ross feel to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Almost his style. And then we get into the Batman covers. And Now, check out the background. We see, to me, what looks like might be a female Joker, maybe yeah. a Harley Quinn. Uh, that would be so cool. And it looks like Scarecrow here, possibly. Yeah, um, yeah. There's an amazing Batman oh. right there. Gosh, that's a beautiful artwork. That, again, very Alex Ross style there. Like that. Oh, and check out the beautiful Batmobile. Ah, that stupid pop-up. I hate pop-ups. And oh, and one more. So we get the Batman and we got the Joker's uh um uh blimps or uh, you know blimps and stuff from from the first movie. Right. Uh-huh. And the Joker laughing at the bottom here. So I don't know exactly what's going on, but I am super excited about that. Can't wait. I got both the 78 and 89s and loved them both. I thought they were very good. So it's nice that they are continuing this. Apparently it did pretty well on the shelves. So happy to right see on. that. Very happy to see that. <clears throat> hey, Sage is in the house. Hey, Sage. All right. Morning, Sage. How are and, you? And, and, and one of the three geeky dads is here with us. We don't know which nice. one because they're they're already they're you're logged into your uh, Facebook three geeky dads account. Yep. Right on, everybody. Check them out. Best All right. memes ever. <laughs> I think I laughed more this week with their memes than I have in a while. <laughs> I mean, I laugh every week, but it's the most I've done. I mean, there's some good ones in there. So. Sometimes Brian and I steal from each other, too. So <laughs> all's fair in war and podcasting, though. <laughs> and he'll tell you the same thing. All right. Uh, so that's my geeky news. I got one item for the I, geek door. You have one other geeky news item that you are working on oh, something yes. special. Um, well, okay. Technically, technically we have two. We have one that is on a sad note. Um, unfortunately, last Saturday after we finished the podcast, uh, we found out the sad news that Arlene Sorkin, the talented actress who portrayed the voice of Harley Quinn, who brought Harley Harley Quinn to life. I mean, we would have no Harley Quinn if it wasn't for Arlene Sorkin. So Yeah, and for um, those that don't know, uh the animated series where she voiced Harley Quinn, that was the introduction of Harley Quinn, correct? Yes. And speaking of that, I will explain all that in our new shoot-off uh, series called Mike Has Issues. I've just <laughs> wrapped it up. Actually, I just wrapped it up just before we started, before we went on the air this morning. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. I put some finishing touches on it and uh, and, and uh, saved out the final file. So I will go ahead and launch that Monday morning, probably. Okay. And so when uh, you say launch it, how will everybody be able to? They will be able to watch it here on Facebook, 
YouTube, uh, all the same places that we you are watching Two Geeks in a Microphone. So, oh, so our Twitch, our X account, form X, formerly known as Twitter. Oh, I keep it's almost <laughs> like the artist formerly known as Prince. You know, you know, even, even when I get notifications, mm-hmm. it even uh, it shows the X, X, and then it says formerly Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I agree. Look, I do the same thing with the uh, uh, Washington Redskins. I can't call them. What are they? The commanders now. I hate that. So I just I just call them all oh, the team formerly known as the Redskins. <laughs> yep. And I probably just offended half of our audience. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I can't call them commanders. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, it, it's different when all these years we've called them something else. And and I mean, I understand some of it, but but yeah, you're correct. Artist yeah. formerly known as Prince, X formerly known as Twitter. I love it. <laughs> and so, I still don't get what we call a tweet. I mean, did we make an X? I don't understand it. I, I right. I, I, know, I know. I know Elon Musk. He uses the X for a symbol in most most of his companies and stuff. You know, SpaceX so on and so forth but i don't know i just don't understand it (laughs) right we'll get we'll get there i guess it is what it is right yeah all right let's move on to some geek dark go with the radar sir what's wrong with it i've lost the bleeps i've lost the sweeps and i've lost the creeps the what the what and the what you know the bleeps the sweeps and the creeps It's not all he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have one item on my geek door this morning. I okay. finally received something in the mail yesterday. I was very excited about. I've been waiting for a while now, but I got Isom number two yesterday. Ooh, yeah. The, the cover art is just beautiful. I believe this was cover art D. I think it was. Which I think he said this is going to be the the main uh, cover. So like going forward, now that the uh, uh, campaign is over, if you purchase it, you'll get this cover. I thought it was the best looking cover, though. I really like. I I'll be open with you. I really like that cover. I do too. I mean, I liked all his covers. Don't get me wrong; they were all great. But I thought this was the best. But I don't know. So there it is. And then there, along, and just real quick, because yeah. you were holding that up, and I apologize those who are catching us by oh, yeah, audio. Sure. So it's got a, little, a. Is there an image? Yes. Next left to the moon. Yes, there is a skull in the skylight. In the skyline. Ooh, cool. Okay, okay. And that moon, moon is beautiful. Yeah, it looked like the moon a couple nights ago. <laughs> sure did. What's it, what do uh, they call that? They call it a blue they, moon. They call it a called? well. It was a super blue moon because we were at the point of the uh, moon is closest to the Earth um, in the year, so that's why it appeared so large in the sky. Ooh. And it's called a blue moon because it's uh, the second, the full, second moon full moon the of the month. Yeah which only happens every so often. And that, therefore you get the, the saying happens in a blue moon once in a blue moon. So, so that was a nice. super blue moon, which was cool. <laughs> and then along with it, they gave me a bookmark. 
nice. Isom's face on it. Very nice. And then the back's got his little symbol that he's got on his belt, which is some kind of cross. I, I don't know the significance of it yet, but. But we anyway. will. There. Yeah. What did he say when we talked over the during a little bit here and a little bit there? Yeah. Revealing yeah. more and more. So. Well, and he reveals a new character in it, uh, Blood Ruth, I believe mm-hmm. her name. I haven't read the issue yet, so I, I, I can't really talk about it too much because I haven't read it yet. Um, got mm-hmm. it yesterday, and then I was working on Mike has issues. So, <laughs> right on. That's <laughs> you know, all right, uh, but I'll get to it, and that will probably be the second episode of Mike has issues. And, and until Steven gets the issues and then we can talk about them on the main show. <laughs> but if you want to learn more about ISOM, please go check out uh, Eric July's website, which is ripaverse.com. Um, he's all over YouTube and, and this is his second issue. And he has just sold, I don't know, like a million copies or something, something crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't know the numbers, but he's, he's got, he's got, uh, videos to explain all the numbers Mm -hmm. and everything, but he's pretty much outselling everybody right now. Um, and then of course we had our our interview with him last month or well, great July, I should say now it's September. So I've been the month before last. Sorry. (laughs) It is, it is September. Yes, that's correct. But um, yeah, so if you want to learn more about Isom and Eric July, just go to ripperverse.com and check them out. And go, if you haven't watched it yet, go back and watch our interview with Eric. He's a super nice guy. He's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoy it very much. Yeah. All right. He's a great guy. Great guy. Cool. Well, the only thing I've got on my uh, Geek Dart is usually Sunday afternoons are my days of just. I crash. And so I, I, uh, I, I was up for a little bit and I watched, all I want to do is watch something. And on Netflix, they have an animated, animated movie new called the monkey King. Um, it was actually not half bad. It wasn't half great, but, uh, kind of a thing, but it was, it was, it was actually uh, just fun. The character in it, the, the way they do it, you know, it's the story of the monkey, a telling of a monkey King story, a little goofy here and there, which is fine. But the main character who you assume is the monkey King, um, as you watch it, and you, it really is the main character. Let me say that you just, you get to a point where he's so egotistical in who he is that you, don't root for him anymore kind of a thing and and i'm like well gosh they gotta change his character progression or something at some point um and uh only to realize that he's got uh there's someone who's kind of helping him that that brings into play some more elements of the character development but the story could be about that individual as well a little bit but then at the end it really kind of sets up for a sequel where you get more of his did that character arc change kind of thing so that's why i said it's not great super great but it's not half bad either kind of a thing okay 
Is it worth checking out though? That that's if you are question. limited on time, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you watched it then. <laughs> I was tired. And is this just, based on any other media? Is this like there? A book there, there is a history book. of a story of of who's called the Monkey King. It is. Uh, it's an interesting story. Who has a staff, a bow staff, and that I tell you what, the staff in this when it had his own character. I mean, it was kind of its own. Oh. its own entity kind of a thing a, a powerful staff and and it was really good so there there was an old jet lee movie called forbidden kingdom it was jet lee and jackie chan were in it and uh in there jet lee's character actually was the monkey king it, it is a known oriental fable folklore character they did a little different in 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 the animated which is why i was curious about it and i i really enjoyed the forbidden kingdom it was that was really it was a good it was a good movie as well so sort of kind of like a uh offshoot of i don't say offshoot that's not right there's a kid in there who learns to karate you know to do karate kind of a thing and learns how to fight but he's taken into a fantastical world so it's sort of like a Karate Kid slash uh, fantasy kind of style thing. And you got Jackie Chan and Jet Li in it, who were both in their heyday at the time. So it, it so that's that's good. I should do another thing about Forbidden Kingdom at some point. But anyway, I watch okay. I watch Monkey. If you if you've got time and you just love watching movies and Netflix, sure, go ahead. But if you have only like six hours a week to watch stuff on TV. Pick something else. Pick something else. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We ready to jump into our main event? Yeah, I'm so excited. Yes. All right. You are listening to Mike and Stephen onto Geeks and a microphone. Welcome to the <laughs> Geek Dom. <laughs> Just had to play that there. All right. I love let's, it. Let's I it. love it. It's time for the main event. Star Wars. All right, Mr. Mike. Star Wars. What? Give me your quick overview, non-spoilery discussion and your rating. Okay. Uh, first of all, what are we giving? What are we using for our rating for this uh, one? Uh, uh, everybody, I'm going to spoil it just so I can give a rating because this is I, as soon as I saw it, it's what it should be. Purgles, man. Okay. All right. All right. Um, all right. Uh, first off, I really like this episode. Um, I, I've seen mixed reviews on it. Some people think it was slow, um, which is funny because it's only 30 minutes long. <laughs> and right. and at the end, I was like. I want more. Uh, give me the next episode of Ahsoka, you know, so on and so forth. And to me, that that's good. If it leaves you wanting more, that's a good thing. Um, had some nice callbacks to A New Hope, which I really, really like that a lot. Um, I love the space scenes. Space scenes were amazing in this. Oh, yeah. Took me back to old style George Lucas, World War II dog fighting you know loved it and and mm -hmm. the ships were just awesome uh yeah. so yeah uh, this was a this was like a visual um 
just uh you know just just i don't know eye candy you know just eye candy for for okay. this one in, in my okay. opinion uh especially you know those space scenes they were amazing mm-hmm. and then seeing the purgles and getting to see a good look at the purgles the the space oh, the live action purgles man beautiful beautiful yes Love yes, yes yes now that's not to say that there's some things i didn't like because I'm still iffy on this whole Sabine and the force. And then we get the whole, okay. Everybody's got the force. So yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll we'll dive into that. We'll dive into that. Yes, yes, yes. So overall, I would give this eight purgles out of 10. Okay. Um, Just because I love the, the intro. Uh, I I love how it starts off. Um, Love the Japanese, sword fighting uh training that was mm-hmm. awesome yes great i love the uh dog fights that we got to see in space awesome ahsoka in space love that <laughs> so, yes that's yes, all i got I know what you're talking about. yeah we'll get to that okay i got four words george lucas heir apparent uh-huh. this this is the most george lucasy uh, thing that we've gotten. I mean, this is 100% Dave Filoni as heir apparent to George Lucas. No doubt about it. The, the samurai aspect of it, the, um, the callbacks to George Lucas, you know, enjoying and being influenced by, um, uh, what's the Kurosawa, but also the blind swordsman, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. uh, I can't remember. I can't say. I want to say Hitachi, but that's a that that's not it. <laughs> um, the then you also get. I do agree with you. Excuse me. Uh, let me rephrase that. I don't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from. On I agree on the aspect of the topic of Sabine, um, yeah. because that is also going back to. George Lucas in his explanation of the force. Uh, yeah. So I I get that. I have no problems with, with it because I think it's good for us to see someone who is force sensitive. I am one with the force and the force is with me kind of a thing. Um, who, um, who is not gifted if that makes sense with with force ability. Now, are we saying that eventually I think she should become a Jedi? We'll get into all that. We'll have that discussion. I'm more than happy to have that. I think we should. I think we need to, I need, I need issues. I need, I have issues. I need help getting through this. (laughs) Right. No, I'll, I'll, I'll help you because I, I, I worked through it already. So I've taken that journey. I took that journey because at first I was like, Oh, really? Do we have to have this? And then I'm like, Oh, wait, and the more I thought about it. So I'll have that discussion with you. So then um, I give it a solid eight out of 10, solid eight oh, out wow. of 10. We agree um, on that. It was good. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the space scenes. I enjoyed, again, the, there is a small tidbit back to um, Revenge of the Sith um, that we get with, uh, and, and uh, just a, just a visual thing. So again, we're going we're reflecting back to George Lucas, and plus, I want to talk about Maroc some more. Maroc, Maroc. You, you gotta you gotta give it the Klingon flair at the end. <laughs> <of it>. Maroc. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I heard an interesting theory that I want to get your take on and um, about who, who Merak. Yeah. From what I'm on, is. from what I'm gathering, there are several theories out there. Yeah. You know, of who there are Merak could be. I'm not, um, I, I don't feel like I have to pick one, but I'm enjoying well, some I, of them. Some I'm enjoying more than others. Other ones I'm like, sure. yeah, I don't, I don't like that theory kind of thing, but um That'd be good. So anyway, that is my dealio. So everybody, what would you give it? What uh, please comment below and let us know what your score would be if you have seen episode three of season one of Ahsoka. I'm curious. And and where some people say it's slow, I think that's only because we didn't really get some kind of super battle scene as far as hand-to-hand combat kind of thing no but we got a fantastic space battle scene we did we did i liked it i I mean what more do you want in star wars you know granted we didn't get it we didn't get an epic lightsaber (laughs) battle but you know right i'm okay if you give me a a really good space battle scene that harkens back to old style george lucas and you know like i said with the uh, you know, it, it looked like the Spitfire World War II, you know, just gunship <laughs> goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, I love that um, stuff. Yeah, it was good. Some people are saying that it's filler. Um, I disagree with that. Uh, I it disagree has, totally. It has the best storytelling of reflection back to other things. Uh, from other story elements from the past. So if you're not up on Rebels, if you're not up on Clone Wars, if you're not up on, you know, some of the lore, then, yeah, I could see where, like, well, what's this going on, you know, kind of thing. But we got a lot of good stuff. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the show. Um, Sam good morning. Not seen. Sam, we're going to give you a heads up. We're going to hit uh, some uh, major spoilers here. <laughs> major spoilers coming up. So. Please go watch it and come back. I don't want to spoil anything for you. <laughs> Unless you're okay with the spoilers, then, then you're welcome to stay with us for the ride. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I love the way this opens up when we get Sabine training with Hu, Hu Yang. And right. Hu Yang's got, he's got almost, uh, 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 yeah, General Grievous look to him. Because he's got oh, the right. extra he's got four arms, arms. Mm-hmm. and he's got four lightsabers, and it just gave me the feel of you know Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, uh, General Grievous, which I like. General Grievous. Well, hello there, <laughs> General Kenobi. <laughs> That's all we needed was the hello there. If Sabine said hello there, <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. If we could have got a hello there, that would have been fantastic. But yeah, and they're training, and Hu Yang is using the the Japanese words as Sabine strikes the training lightsabers, which was yeah. really cool. The, it's something we haven't seen before. Aren't those the stances that are in the? Isn't there like a? a there's a novel. There's a book. A Jedi. There there was two books that came out, but it's all the stances of in the form. It's forms. It's some of the forms. Jedi forms. I think it is. Yes, yes, I think so. But it's all based in Japanese sword fighting. Yes. Which again, takes us back to George Lucas, because if you go back and you look at all the, the makings of the original trilogy, Mm -hmm. Mark Hamill talks about when uh, he's, he's handling the lightsaber and George Lucas is directing him. 
and and he wants to take a hand off of the saber and george is like no 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 granted this changed this changed when we went into uh the 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 prequel series but george is like no no you have to hold with both hands because this is more like a japanese broadsword these would be pretty heavy mm. you know which, which is so funny because that that he completely threw that out of the water when he went to the prequel <laughs> right but i i felt this was very japanese style uh sword training and it just looked great it looked beautiful on screen loved it mm-hmm. yes 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 uh how do you pronounce his name again huang 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 thank you i, th- I think i'm saying <laughs> right i think i'm saying that right we'll get, i'm Wang. sure we'll get corrected <laughs> so he i it was so interesting how well he, it's like every episode he likes telling sabine in one form or fashion, and while maybe blunt, but realistically saying you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I I love his character. His character's fan. It it does help that he's David Tennant, who was the tenth doctor in Doctor Who. Right. And I love David Tennant. He's he's a fantastic actor. Um, he was the purple man in Marvel uh Jessica Jones, and oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I remember when that that show came out, my wife and I were both like, I don't know if I want to watch this because I don't want David Tennant to be the bad guy. I'm used to him being the doctor. Oh, he was so good in that show. I mean, if you want to see some of David Tennant's acting abilities, go mm-hmm. watch Jessica Jones. He is fantastic. He was oh so good at being evil. Oh, yeah. I, I I don't think I can compliment him anymore. He's just so good in that right. series, you know. Yeah, uh, David Tennant's always good. He's a good actor, and in this he comes off a little dry, but that's because he's playing, you know, kind of a stiff droid, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, but I love the character. The character's fantastic. I love his callbacks to old, you know, old, you know, almost old Republic Star Wars. You know, well. Mm-hmm. The, the Jedi, you know, the Jedi uh, uh, quorum, the Jedi whatever, uh, all that says that we should do this. <laughs> and it's so good. like, yeah, throw that crap out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I um, uh, let's let's this is the point. Probably this whole beginning point is where we we'll probably should talk about Sabine a little bit about this whole thing about her being force sensitive or trying to use force. I don't uh, know. I yeah. Don't let's know. just jump right into it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, just, you know, let's rip this bandaid off real quick. So I would say, here's the thing. Ahsoka in the show does say that some of her ability is really based upon her Mandalorian training. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the aspect of her being force sensitive. I don't know. Um, and I, while I, understand and agree with the reflections back to George Lucas about him saying that, you know, the forces in all living things, everyone has the force. There's just some who have more talent than others. I've seen a couple of things on, you know, watch some things on YouTube here and there, just, just giving that aspect that, you know, there's one that even said Obi-Wan Kenobi was never as gifted as Anakin was. Uh, yeah. I watched the same one. And um, I mean, I, I agree with that to a, certain extent because to me 
Obi-Wan became one of the greatest Jedis, in my opinion. And let's face it, he defeated Anakin. I mean, he did cut off one of his arms and both of his legs. Anakin, don't try it. I have the high ground. Yeah. High ground. High ground. (laughs) So um, I would say uh, good night, Sam. Thanks for joining us. Good night, Sam. I wonder Um, where Sam's at. I just crossed the pond. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um uh I will the the whole aspect of I think only what they're referring to. I I, I do agree with you in the aspect of Obi-Wan is a powerful Jedi. I do believe in the context that there are some who are gifted, who have a more sensitive nature to the force. Um I, with I I don't think they're going to make it where Sabine is a Jedi. Ah, Australia. Thank you, Sam. (laughs) All right. Good day, mate. (laughs) So I I would say the, with Sabine, hopefully it's a story arc of someone can be sensitive again, like the blind, the blind man in rogue one. Sure. Uh, Chirrut played by Donnie End, who I've really, but, I really enjoy. Well, okay, let's let's pause on Chirrut for just a second. I never really felt that he had the Force. You know, I, I felt that he had a deep belief in the Force, and that kind of led him to mm-hmm. be able to appear to be Force sensitive. But mm-hmm. he really wasn't Force sensitive. I think he's just super talented. Well, he is a super talented martial artist. Well, and and I think that's where Sabine is at. And if she yeah, moves but- the cup, okay, she moves the cup. But I, I, as far as she'll never be, I'm hoping oh, I, they will not make it where they make her where she's Jedi. I don't. Think I so. don't want to see. I, I totally agree with uh, Star Wars theory where he said, um, "I'm okay if if at the end of this she she slightly moves the cup." Mm-hmm. But if by the end of the series or the end of the season, if we have her, you know, like Ray and she's pulling down starfighters and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I might check out because, no, I can't handle that. Right. Uh, there's no way. So let's face it. Sabine is not a part of the Vizsla uh, lineage. <laughs> Tar Vizsla was the only Jedi mandalorian that we know of mm-hmm. you know um it, and that is in in star wars lore tar Vizla is the only jedi mandalorian when we might possibly have a second jedi mandalorian in the fact that we got grogu and he is obviously a jedi but he is obviously being trained by dinjarin in the mandalorian ways yeah but she is not a part of house Vizla. And and I, I don't know. I just I I think we should. I I am more than happy to be to state it like she is Mandalorian and she's skilled and talented at being a Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm and fine with that. I mean, it's she okay. It's okay not being a Jedi, and I think that's where exactly some of the training. I, I if they take that arc, I would like that more. It be it would be much more better or better kind cheers. of thing. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Well, here's, here's where I am with the whole, everybody, everybody has the force. Um, 
Um, every everybody has metachlorians. Everybody has the force. Um, <laughs> here here's where I am with that. Okay, I'm okay. You know, if if okay, the force is is within all of us. It, it, the force surrounds us. It binds us. It brings us together. I understand right. all that, and, and yes. I, I I I get that there is a religious aspect to that. I understand that. It's almost like saying God is in all of us. Okay. But that doesn't make all of us God. All right. And and here's where I am with, with the force being in everybody. So let's look at Superman. If everybody's Superman, then there is no Superman. There's nothing that makes Superman special. If everybody is Anakin, there is nothing special about being a Jedi. And to me, you know, with me growing up with Star Wars, it was like, oh, wow, it must be really special to be a Jedi because only few have these Jedi abilities, you know. Mm-hmm. And and to me, that that gave it, you know, a, a, a special feeling. And so but with this whole idea of, well, everybody's got the force. No. I, I just don't like that. Right. I, I get the idea of everybody can possibly tap in a little bit here or there. I I'm okay with that. So mm-hmm. yeah, if she, if she slightly moves that cup, all right. Okay. I, I can accept that. But if we've got her to where she's force choking people and, you know, throwing things with the force <laughs> Catching her lightsaber, you know, throwing her lightsaber and 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 bringing it back to her through the force. Yeah, no, no. I, as far as I'm concerned, then you could just kill Sabine off. <laughs> okay. Right on. I, I would rather just stay with the Mandalorian. I I think we're better off with the Mandalorian aspect. That's how what I how I saw her in Rebels. Yeah. It was all she's I never thought of her as a Jedi. She could wield the dark saber. She was trained to wield the dark saber. Well, and she wasn't uh, great with it either. No, she, she wasn't. She wasn't she was not great, which is why Kanan was trying to train her. And that's another thing. So we got we got in Rebels, Kanan, who really was not a full Jedi, and he was training Ezra. He took on Ezra as his Padawan. So Technically, Ezra's not a full Jedi. Uh, you got, uh, I love Ahsoka, but let's face it, Ahsoka's not a full Jedi either. She walked out. She left. Not saying she didn't have good reasons to. Not saying that at all. That's a whole different to- I'm gonna come uh, back. We're going to come back to that, though. Just saying. But, Go ahead. But she walked out. She didn't finish. And now she's training Sabine. You know, it's like, oh, so we got all these... I don't know. Partial Jedi's training Padawans. <laughs> what does that tell you about the future of of Jedi? I I, <laughs> I don't know. I, just throwing it out there. Just just throwing that out. Interesting. Out. I have thoughts, but I don't have words. So we'll come <laughs> back to that probably in a later episode okay. kind of a All thing. Right. That's Give fine. me some time to process some of that because I, I disagree with you. Oh, okay. uh, I do think that although they may not have gotten their certificate, it's kind of like when you get your doctoral dissertation, when you get your PhD, there is there's something called ABD, all but dissertation. Um, and so it 
they just because they didn't go through the trials or, you know, does not necessarily mean that they they're not talented enough to be Jedi, uh, whether or not she's a Jedi Knight at that level um, doesn't have the certificate or someone to say, yeah, you could be on the council. Oh, well. Or, but but Jedi Master, you do not get. You know, don't, kind of don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying ah- Ahsoka's <laughs> not talented, and she's she's she couldn't be a full fledged Jedi. I'm just saying she walked away from it. You know, that, mm. that's all I'm saying. However, I do think she is much more of a of a Jedi than what Kanan was, because Kanan his abilities were, mm. you know, not the best. He he was not the it, best Jedi. It was not until he lost his sight that he really started coming out on his own. Or I don't really think he started came, developing. I don't think he really developed until the very end, just before he died. So, yeah, <laughs> I I don't think he was powered powerful enough to be taking on a Padawan. That's 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 what I'm getting at. I think Ahsoka is in a better position than that course then again i don't think ahsoka has a real jedi on her hands either i i you know i i think in this instance uh, where i I think for jedis they're passing on what they've learned so here kanan recognizes that there's something about ezra that i we're gonna see this i think i'm curious to see how where they take ezra because ezra was talented there was a certain talent that ezra had but you got to think through all of rebels here's here's someone who has no training that all of a sudden in four years time is talking with purgles can understand purgles and help ask gets the purgles to help take care of thrawn and his whatever i can't remember what the ship's name was um the chimera yeah the chimera thank you and you know i am a thrawn fan by the way right (laughs) yes so um so i'm just saying that there's something special about him so it really is the issue of he may not have been a jedi knight but he was still passing on what he learned and and so yeah I, i agree rather than being a padawan type situation it was here's what i've learned along the way and here's what i am learning because you saw him learn with um kanan you saw him le- oh my goodness i'm getting defensive why am i getting so defensive about this oh you're fine you go ahead that's it's, funny it's all good i just you're, you're arguing your, your side your point that's good it's yeah no right i'm like i'm not i'm not offended by it go, <laughs> go <for> it. <laughs> no I, I think i'm just saying that um you know, even when they met the oh, what was he called in Rebels? I love the character, the the Bindu. Oh, the, the Bindu. Bindu, which is another Doctor Who. It's Tom Baker, the the genuine article, you might say. <laughs> right, um, the fourth Doctor. The aspect of the Bindu, though, was um, he learned from the Bindu as well. So he was learning. So I get, I don't want to say he was a pad, Padawan of the Bindu, but the Bindu brought him training. So I view it all as no longer, and this may be where we're headed. It's no longer the aspect of master knight and apprentice, but it is passing on what you have learned along the way. Sure. Sure. And so that's what I see them as. And, and, they're all talented at different levels. I think you've got some knights that are, or those who may be at a knight level or their sensitivity to the force passing on to people who are master levels and master levels teaching um, Padawan levels for lack of a better term. Cause that's what I see with Ahsoka. Ahsoka, I don't care. I, she's master level. 
I don't care where you put her. You know, I know it's four. Oh, I, 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 I'm again, I'm not saying Ahsoka is not talented. I, I think yeah. Ahsoka is very, t- she's high up as far as I'm concerned on the Jedi scale, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't reach Anakin level, but she's pretty darn high up in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, um, I would, I, I was just saying uh, in, in the, in the sense that we have, Jedis who technically aren't complete Jedis who seem to be training that that's all I was referring to. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, And, and again, her skill level is way higher than Kanan's. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. Kanan is very low. And I agree. I think Ezra's, I think his level is higher than Kanan's. Mm -hmm. I think his level was actually higher than Kanan's when he met Kanan. And I think Kanan did bring some of that out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yep. I don't know. Yep. It so is what it is. What, uh, we're, we're starting to run close on time. Well, let me ask you this. What are some other big aspects of this episode that you really enjoyed? So I really enjoyed uh, when they go into the dog fight and uh, Sabine goes and gets into the, 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 uh, the gunners, the gunners, co- uh, cockpit. Uh, yeah. Gunners cockpit or whatever. And you got the, I got one. <laughs> Yeah, and I I wanted Ahsoka to turn around and go, "Don't get cocky, kid." Right? Yeah, <laughs> it you was sort of got it. But yeah, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It, as George would say, um, it's like it's like poetry. It it rhymes. Right. Yeah. In that sequence, when you see um, uh, Shin Hati, the headset she was wearing is the same headset that that yes. at the beginning of Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, yep. That. I actually Kenobi have, and them were wearing. I have an Anakin action figure, and I I've only seen this when I bought it, and I don't even remember when I bought this, but I and it's from the Clone Wars, but it's the action figure looks like a live action version of Anakin, not the Clone Wars Clone Wars animated style of Anakin, and oh. he is wearing one of those headbands, communication with headset, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cool action figure. I've yeah. never seen it, and I'm glad I bought it when I did. <laughs> yeah. I was like, my my first thought was, oh, that's kind of dated technology. Why do they have that there? You know, kind of a thing. But I think that speaks to probably more revelations we'll get about. I agree. Uh, Balin. I um, think we're going to find that they're either not from this timeline or they're not from this galaxy. Because we are talking about going to a different galaxy. Mm, no, I, 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 he makes a reference of, of knowing Anakin. So well, that's I would, true. That's so true. I would say he's, he is from this, this galaxy and stuff. So, um, I, but I, but I do think you're right in the aspect. They probably did go to another galaxy and came back kind of a thing. Well, I'm curious to see how they come up, but, uh, my, my thing is I, I, there's a theory out there that I want to get your opinion on. Oh yeah, yeah. Who is Merak? Kind of a thing. Yeah, I'm dying to hear the the specific one you're talking about because I've yeah. heard at least one, two, three, four different characters that Merak could possibly be. This is probably one of those. It's Barris well, Offy. Sure Barris oh. Offy. Um, oh wait, yeah, the one who who betrayed Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah, actually, I had this talk with a coworker yesterday. Okay. 
Now, for those who may not know who Beresofi is, real quick, Beresofi was a Padawan learner about the same time as um, Ahsoka. They were yep. friends. Beres, she, um, she was starting. She did. She was starting to study different different things and her viewpoint or how she viewed the Jedi started to change a little bit. And then um, there was an explosion. This is all in Clone Wars, everybody. The It's a great storyline uh, for Ahsoka because they were friends, but only to find out that Beres Ophi is the one who, who set her up, who framed her for the explosion. Right. The Jedi kicked her out. And then, well, no, 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 no. She walked out. She turned her they, back. Yeah, but they, but that was because of what they were. They didn't trust her. They didn't believe her. That's how right. she felt. It's a great but, story. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. And spoiler alert: they do, they do, sort of, in a way, uh, un, uh, or relent, relenting. They kind of backhandedly apologize to her. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she turns her back on him and says, Nope, I'm done with the Jedi order, yeah. which she has spent the majority of her life in the Jedi order. She's, yeah. you know, she was loyal to the Jedi. She was one of the, the most loyal to the mm-hmm. Jedi. And, mm-hmm. and so that whole, uh, Barris See, ha- actually led up to her walking out. I also think that attitude about the Jedi, we get glimpses of that when, when Ahsoka is talking to, um, I can't say that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> a little bit. It's like the, hey, it's the nice no that more. I can pronounce a, a name or a word and you can't. Right. <laughs> Usually it's my problem. <laughs> right. Right. So, so everybody, just to continue real quick, Barris, that what we figure out in Rebels is she goes to jail kind of a thing. I, I have heard different stories that originally Dave Filoni wanted to, um, have he was going to have her kill herself or something like that or crazy, but I think that was too dark. He but, did die. Huh? She di- she's dead. We seen her corpse. We seen it in the end of Clone Wars. That's why I Do said we? yes. Yes. Do we? we are you sure? We see, we see almost a mummified. She's her face is all sunken in. She we see her casket and everything. She is oh. dead. Really she is dead. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's why I, I say it's one. I don't think it's female. I think it's male. So that throws it out. And then two. Well, but uh, uh, well, wait, wait, hold that thought. Let's stay there for a second. I know what you're going to say. Darth Maul came back. <laughs> no, 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 no. They did the same with like that. Not, not in Star Wars, but but Disney in general, when they did like uh, it's not. Just because there may be a male actor in there, it may be female. If you remember I, Widow, the Black Widow, the oh, yeah, Taskmaster yeah. Task was a male, but then only to reveal and nobody the and nobody a liked the Taskmaster. By the way, <laughs> no one. Just, just point being, that's uh, that's not my point. My point being <laughs> is that they, you know, you could have that happen and stuff. I'm not sure. Saying, I'm not. I'm just defending some aspects of it. I don't know. And plus I'm happy with whatever they do. I get what you're saying in the technical actor aspect of this, but I believe the character is male. I don't believe the character is female. 
That's that is my belief. That's uh, yeah. right. I think and, we've and I'm okay with that. So I think that alone throws the theory out. Two, I believe that Barris is dead. I, we saw her body. I don't remember seeing that at the end. Oh, yeah. I'll go back. I'll go back. I don't remember seeing it. It was in one of those last episodes. We actually see her in the casket. She is dead. (laughs) There's like a little window in the gas casket and you see her face and it's all gray and sunken in. And yeah, she's dead. She is dead. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't I don't believe that they're going to bring her back. I think it would be silly to bring her back. I don't see any reason for it. Um, So but. You know, I, I I don't I don't believe Filoni's going there. I don't I don't believe that at all. Okay, wh- who else have you heard? Oh, um, we've talked about Ezra, but I can't go for that one. I can't uh, either. I can't either. Um, that would that would probably aggravate a whole bunch of fans. Not to mention, I think this guy is a lot taller than Ezra, which would drive me insane. Right. <laughs> I could see Kanan before I could see Ezra, and I, it's not Kanan either. That theory's also been thrown out there that it's right. actually Kanan because he, he, if you look at the mask and everything, it almost looks like the Temple Guard masks, which Kanan wore. Yeah. You know? So, but I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think it's Kanan either. So we, sh- we're, I'm striking down Barris. I'm striking down Kanan and I'm striking down Ezra. What do you got next? Uh, the Star Killer. <laughs> That's the one I'm hoping for. That's the one I hope it is. Mm. And, and my theory behind that is, okay, uh, Rebel Force Radio has been known to go in decode voices. Jimmy Mack is a, uh, is a professional sound engineer. And, and he, as he says, takes voices into the voice lab and he will go and deconstruct what, the, what they have done you know, cause they've modulated it and done all kinds of stuff to it. Now he says that he did this one, but he didn't get anything out of it that he felt was worthy to play on the air. And he says he doesn't believe it's actually Sam Whitworth's voice. I, I'm not convinced of that. Sam Whitworth's name has been on the last two episodes and that character has been in both of those episodes. That character comes off as being a, an inquisitor. And um, we haven't officially been told he's an Inquisitor, but he's got the Inquisitor saber. He looks a lot like an an Inquisitor. Mm -hmm. And Sam Witwer has said in interviews that he and Filoni have talked. And Filoni said that there is a possibility that Starkiller could be incorporated into the new series as an Inquisitor. So. Mm I am hopeful. That's my hope. Out of the theories, that's my hope. That's my hope, too. Is is that who it is? I don't know. We'll find out maybe in a few episodes. And and for me, I'm just looking forward to the storytelling of it all. Oh, sure. Sure. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. They'll reveal it when it's time. It'll, It'll come, you know. And, and in the meantime, yeah, give me little tastes of who he could possibly be. Tease me. That's fine. I, I got no problem because we got so much coming up. You know, we got possibilities of of um, flashbacks with Anakin, which, oh, my gosh, give me an Anakin live action, Anakin and Ahsoka scene. That's that's what I want. And I want Anakin in his general, uh, uh, you know, 
war Jeez, clone Skywalk. wars gear mm-hmm. i want mm-hmm. him in that gear i don't want to see him in the in the jedi robes give yeah. me the clone war armor that's what i want i wanted yeah. obi-wan in the clone war armor and i didn't get that either um mm-hmm. so an, another thing for mike's wish list <laughs> mike's <laughs> soka, soka wish list um so right. yeah so we we but we have we know anakin's coming back at some point whether it be a flashback or you know, or a force ghost, he he is supposed to make an appearance somewhere in the show. So, and rumor has it we might get that this next episode. So I'm looking forward to that. So we got that. We know Thrawn's coming. I'm looking forward to that. We How, know Ezra's coming. episode. Do you think we'll get Thrawn? I'll bet you it's going to be the not the last, but the one before the last. That's seven. what I think is going to okay. happen. So. Okay. So we got what seven episodes? There's eight total, I think. Is it eight? Okay, so yeah, yeah. I guess I'm going to say by episode seven that either that or we'll get like a taste of him at the end of six, and then seven and eight will probably be kind of together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that'll be the big thing with with uh, Thrawn, and he ain't going out either. You know, it's not going to be. I got a feeling. At the end of this, this is going to be like, this is going to be almost like the Empire Strikes Back. It, it, this is my theory. Uh, See, go ahead. That's a good thing. That's a good thing, though, because you don't want you don't want Thrawn to be defeated. If then there's no well, point no. bringing Thrawn in. No, I don't even view it as that. I I go ahead though. Go ahead. It's all right. But I, I believe we're going to get the. It's going to come off like the Empire's winning in this. And then we're going to, you know, and then it'll lead into season two of Ahsoka or who knows, maybe it leads into air of the empire movie because we already got the news that, that Filoni's getting a film and it's going to be air to the empire. So I, who it's knows? Be air to the empire. Well, that's what they've, they've said. They said it's, it's going to be based in on this whole thing that he's doing Ahsoka I think the next uh, series of Mandalorian um, uh, and then the film, they all tie together. They all tie together. And they're all supposed to be based around ideas that come from Heir to the Empire, which is, of course, how Thrawn was originally introduced. So I think we got plenty of exciting things coming up. Um, Yeah, we don't have to reveal who Maroc is just yet. Agreed. Agreed. I, as far as the Empire Strikes Back thing, I agree with you on the aspect of we are going to we're going to see him return. I think that's the whole point of this whole thing is is his return, and then it leads into more stuff with him because he's too. I agree with you that he is too incredible and important of a character to just have him come back and be gone. That yeah, you is, can't have him as the villain of the week. That's no, he's not. He is. He, he has, is your villain of the series. He is and, your Darth Vader of this. Yes, that's who agreed. he is. Mm-hmm. He Although is that caliber, right? Yeah, he's that caliber. He's not. He's not Darth Vader because he's a totally different villain. He's not Maroc. He's right. not. He's not Balin Skull. He's right. not. You, you know, I'm, I agree with you. Yeah, good call. He is a mastermind. That's that's who Thrawn is. But mm-hmm. you, you cannot have him as the. Oh, I would have gotten away with it if 
it wouldn't have been for you meddling rebels. You know, we, we can't have that. That <laughs> that would just turn him into a cartoon. And I think most Thrawn fans, most, most Timothy Zahn fans would be highly upset with that. I know I would, yeah. I, I want, I want him to be the mastermind that I read in the books. That's what mm-hmm. I want him to be. And yeah. he wasn't quite that in the rebels cartoon series. He was a little, he, eh. Well, you got him where he he was smart, understood culture. He was a great, uh, I almost said statistician, but he's a tactical, Tactical. very great tactical chess player kind of a thing. Yeah, but in Rebels, it was, was, and I knew, I knew all along. And then you never really got an explanation of, of how how he knew knew all this stuff. You know, I mean, in the books, they, they, they explain it. Yeah. You know, I think it we'll sense. get that. I, I'm I'm really hoping that we'll get that through this whole thing that they'll really bring to light. Really, yeah. I want to see him fleshed out more. Intellect, uh, yes, yeah. Like, yes, let's put it that way. He wasn't fleshed out well in in the Rebels uh, animated series, mm-hmm. and I want to see him fleshed out better in in the live action. That's that's well, all. You know how it is. They they're trying to they milk and expand stuff as long as they possibly can. So if they're going to milk and expand it, they'll give them his development. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. I, but I okay. I don't feel that so far. I don't feel this series is being milked. I mean, no. I just talk about stuff in general. With okay, let's, I, let's turn right. a movie for episode. You know, uh, a two hour movie into sixteen hour right. long episodes. You know, right. And if they were doing that, this would have been a longer episode. Which, you know, agreed. again, people complain about the runtime. I have uh, no problems with the runtime. I'm agree with you. I'm fine I'm with it. With I mean, again, it left me wanting more. And that's, Absolutely. I wanted more. And if I didn't want more, okay, then there would have been a problem yeah. with the runtime. But yeah. honestly, I didn't look at the, the time at all. I was just like, oh, this is great. This is great. Yeah. I love this. I love it. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, yeah, the 30 minutes, eh. Whatever. If this was on standard television, it probably would have been ten minutes longer. Yeah. Because then you have you would have at least four commercials, or at least four, four commercial breaks. Right. I didn't know what Yep. Yeah. Within within uh, an hour block is, yep. is what you would get. So it would cut it down anyway. So I that's why I don't understand why are you guys complaining about the runtime? Just enjoy the story. That's that's what I'm doing. I think they're just complaining about the runtime because it's the same thing. Like you said, we're wanting more. Well, some of them do. Some of them just want to bitch. Oh, there's some who are saying it's a terrible show that Disney is falling because Soka sucks. I'm like, yeah, you're just doing that for clicks. Uh, you know what? I, okay. I, I'll admit some things Disney's done. I don't agree with. I don't like. And yeah. And they put out some crap and, right. and I don't. And I, I think the, the sequel trilogy was pretty much crap, um, especially as a whole. But I think they've done a fantastic job on the Mandalorian. Um, I enjoyed book of Boba Fett. It was it the Boba Fett I wanted. No, probably not, but I still enjoyed the series. I didn't think it sucked. Um, Obi-Wan. I had some issues with Reva. I felt she stole the scene a little bit too much. Uh, there was a little too much focus on her character and the focus should have only been Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. That should have been the only focus in that series. That's probably where the problem was with that one. Um, but again, I still enjoyed the series. Uh, 
Andor, I thought was slow, but you know, it's still a decent Star Wars series. I, I still enjoy it again. You know, so I don't think they've really done anything heavily wrong in these TV series. The movies, I, I would, yeah, there's a lot I could argue that they did wrong in. But in the TV series, I think they just messed up little things here and there. And But as a whole, I think they've done a, a fairly well job. And it could be argued that Ahsoka is not the Ahsoka that we all know and love from the Clone Wars. But if you watch those last couple episodes, she was a lot more like the Ahsoka we're seeing here. So um, I, I would argue, I I, I think we are seeing Ahsoka. Now, do I want to see hopeful Ahsoka, Ahsoka again? Yes, I definitely do. But... I'm not I'm not having a problem with the fact that she's, you know, not our happy go lucky Ashley Eckstein. I'm I'm okay with that right now. I don't want her to stay that way. Mm -hmm. It's a season. You know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. a season. So yeah. We'll we'll get through this. And and when I say season, I don't mean TV season. I mean season in her emotional life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A season in her life. We're we're seeing a season in her life. And and I'm hoping that we get to a point where she's a little bit more like the hopeful so- Ahsoka that we all knew and love. But once we got to the the betrayal in, in Clone Wars, yeah, she became bitter Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I mean, her 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 interaction with Anakin when she comes back, Anakin is so happy to see her, and she's just like, "Yeah, let's get this on. Let's get going. Let's get this done and over with." Mm-hmm. So yep. tell me that's not the same Ahsoka we're seeing here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. Um, so far, enjoying the series a lot. Uh, again, want to see hopeful Ahsoka. Hopefully we get Starkiller. Can't wait for Thrawn. Um <laughs> anticipating a uh, Anakin flashback, hopefully in the general, you know, general Skywalker clone wars armor. Please give me that. I want it so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, I just say, watch this thing, enjoy it for what it is. A lot of good callbacks to George Lucas, which I love. That's, that's the way star Wars always should be. We should always be calling back to George Lucas because he is the maker. He is the one. So right on. That's, that's all I got. Okay. Very that's cool. All I got to say about that. I, I, I will say that we are getting the, as I said at the beginning, George Lucas heir apparent. We're getting the continuation of the style and the vision of what George Lucas had created. I feel that I see that. I think Dave Filoni is, uh, is showing his prowess in storytelling with star Wars. Agreed. I know. Definitely wanting more. Definitely wanting more. Definitely. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Got to get my underwear. <laughs> Can I go to Wapner's uh, <laughs> on it for <laughs> uh, right. Right. All right. Cool beans. 
So anything else, Steven? Uh, sponsor? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have a sponsor thing right yet. <laughs> wah, wah. Hey, everybody. Be sure to check out Audible. I love me some Audible. I love those audiobooks, and by, and by golly, the Star Wars audiobooks are actually quite good as well. Um, you've got our friend Mark Thompson, who uh, does many of the books, does the different voices quite well, but there's also like music and all kinds of things that you can get. If you've never heard one, I would encourage you to, you can get one for free, free 90 free at <laughs> audibletrial.com slash two geeks. You could uh, even get heir to the empire too. You could, there's a nice anniversary edition. I'm getting ready to start listening to actually. And um, so I, I want to encourage you that if, you know, you don't have time to read, but you know, you've got time where I'm in the car and I can listen to a story. There are some great um, there are some great narrators. Uh, Mark Thompson is one of them. He's been on the show. He's a hoot. He's really funny, uh, lively guy. And on Audible, you can get, well, you know, Star Wars may not be a thing, but maybe mysteries or maybe fiction books, uh, fantasy, sci-fi, self-help. Um, uh, it, it, those who like romance, they've got romance. They've got thousands upon thousands of different titles that you can choose from and you can get your first one for free by going to audibletrial.com slash two geeks t-w-o-g-e-e-k-s um check them out um if you decide to continue on with the membership it's uh, about 15 dollars a month <laughs> excuse me <Bless> you. <laughs> thank you uh, it's about $15 a month. And, and with that, if, if you continue, you get one credit a month. That one credit is good for any one audiobook. There are some that are four hours long that you can use it for. There are some audiobooks that are 30 some odd hours long that you can use that one credit for. Poor so, child. yeah, it's crazy. So uh, it's it's really a good deal. And if you join as an Audible member, you also get access to the Audible Plus catalog, which are hundreds and hundreds of audiobooks that are part of your membership. You don't need a credit, so which is really cool. So anyway, check them out, audibletrial.com slash two geeks. Um, we do get, it is an affiliate sponsor, so um, if you end up becoming a member, we do get uh, a little bit uh, given to us to help us with the show. So um, speaking of which, if you want to learn more about Two Geeks on a Microphone, please check out our website, www.twogeeksmike.com. Two, number two, G-E-E-K-S-M-I-C.com, C-O-M. Um, check us out there. That's the hub for all things Two Geeks. So it'll take you to our merch page, which is really cool. Um, Mike has got us onto a new platform for merch, which is uh, I'm really kind of excited about all the different things you can do. Um, oh, he's holding up the new two geeks sweatshirt. Uh, is that the hoodie one? Yeah, this is, is the, the hoodie. This is the lightweight hoodie, mm -hmm. so it, it's more like a t shirt, you know, feel to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really nice. Megan it looks good. The print looks good. Yeah, I was really happy with it. It turned out really nice. Nice. Um, if you want to help us to support us on the show, please go to Kofi.com slash two geeks. You can get there from our website, ko-fi.com slash the number two G-E-E-K-S. 
Um, and you can buy us a coffee. We have three tiers, $1. You can support us at $1 a month, $2 a month, or $3 a month. And uh, we we really appreciate it. And all that money goes to pay for Mike's Slave One real-life <laughs> starship. Just saying. <laughs> No, it goes to pay for the podcast because podcasting, <laughs> unfortunately, is not free. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but if we get enough, maybe I could buy a slave one. That would be awesome. That would be fun. All right, man. All right. All well, you. if if uh, you've made it this far, please make sure and give us a like and subscribe. Give the bell a little tickle so you get notifications every time we go live. Like us on Facebook and follow us over there. I try to be extremely active on Facebook. Uh, um, I'll respond back usually pretty quick if if you make a response in in Facebook. And I try to share a lot of funny memes. Uh, Some of them I steal from three geeky dads. (laughs) 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 Or a few other places, like I said, all's fair in uh, podcasting and and war. (laughs) Right. All right. Um, With that said, anything else, Stephen? Nope, I'm good. All right. Um, until next time, uh, over and out. I'm trying to find our outro. Over and out, and may the force be with you. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, may the force be with you.